Hello. Hello. Welcome to I Have a Strange Story Podcast. Yeah, this is us. We're coming to you live in your living room and in your TV. Coronavirus Spring Break 2020. I just brought it down a little bit. Um, you did. It yeah. Made me think of the people who aren't taking it seriously. That's oh, kind no, of a shout out of... to them. Oh, so welcome to the podcast where two sisters retell people's uh, strange and paranormal stories and experiences. I'm Lindsay. <laughs> I'm Rebecca. <laughs> um, and this is the podcast on. The screen <laughs> that you are watching and you are listening to, and it's going very well. It's going really Real well. Good. It's going perfect. Good. Swimmingly, as people like to say. As the, yeah, as our um, English friends like to say, swimmingly. Mm-hmm. Um. So, did you have any, you know, announcements? Did we have anything to talk about? Uh, I just hope that everybody's doing okay right now. I know this is a trying time in our country. Um, it's, it's, I mean, in the world, world, you are correct. Um, yeah, it's, it's a trying, it's, it's hard to fathom that this is a worldwide thing that every single person is affected by. Um, so I just hope that everybody is doing well and taking care of themselves and, you know, Take this seriously, because even if you're a young, healthy person and you don't think that you're affected by it, um, there are people that can get affected by it. And those are your grandparents, your parents, um, people that are immune compromised that you don't even know. So just take it seriously. Um, Stay at home. Don't socialize. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. I would like to echo what Becky said about the coronavirus. And um, I wish I could say the scientific name because it sounds a lot cooler. It's COVID-19. COVID-19. Yeah. COVID-19 yeah. is what I'm talking about. I mean, it's like an official, like, mm-hmm. this is the news and this is, it's the COVID-19 yep. outbreak of 2020 spring break. And yeah, indeed. It, um, even if... If you're healthy and you get it and it doesn't affect you, you can still carry it to people who are, you know, compromised and that's not good. And so that's the whole point of trying to, um, not panic, but stay in your home so that you don't give it to people who can't conquer it. And the hospitals are overwhelmed. They're not ready or equipped. And that's the issue. Well, it's also too, if you have some other type of issue, Mm -hmm. so if you get injured or, you know anything else that requires medical attention you're you're taking that away from somebody who's dying and i don't mean to yeah. sound like there's th- there's things that are inevitable inevitable or things that you can't prevent things that are just going to happen that are out of your control but if you're out there like skateboarding and snowboarding and you know that you probably shouldn't be and you get injured and you have to go to the emergency room for something you are at risk for catching something you're taking away somebody's doctor's appointment. Anyways, that's it. I think that we got the point across. We've gone on for far too long. Uh, I was on the Nerds from the Crypt podcast last week, and um, I helped review uh, a movie called Rabid. 
Mm-hmm. It was fun. You guys should listen to it. There was some editing out, and I get it. <laughs> because of me. <laughs> I wasn't even invited. You were invited. <laughs> you were not in a vicinity with your microphone or your stuff. So, oh. Well, I'm drinking okay. to help get through this. Yeah. I have vodka and Topo Chico. Is that is it Chico Topo or Topo Chico? I Chico's don't know what that is. And I put some lime in it. You don't know what it is? It's that bubbly water that everybody drinks. Mm. I need to look at the camera and not you. I'm looking at the goddamn camera like I'm talking, but I need to look at What up. happens? God, I hate this. <laughs> I'm okay, drinking wine. It's red and that's show. it. Yeah. You're up, girl. Okay, so I have uh, an amazing story. This is from a... Uh, oh, well, that's going to be hard to talk. Yeah, it is. It's going to be hard to stop. It's one of our favorites. We're bringing it back. It's a skinwalker story. Oh, you've never done a skinwalker I don't know if... I, I can't remember. We've done so many, I can't remember. You have not. Yeah, okay. I've done so many. You've done zero. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure I've done... This is cool. One. Nope. Let's okay. go. So, Let's okay. Let's do it. This is... You haven't done one. <laughs> Maybe I've done one. This is from... Okay. I'm pretty sure. This is from uh, Reddit user Hey Mickey, and that's Hey H E Y underscore M I K K I ninety six. Um, check this chick out; it's real cool that she let us use this story. She encourages you if you have any questions or anything, please get in touch with her. And I, I will leave her information in the show notes as well. She has an experience with a skinwalker. And um, okay. I'm just going to give you a little bit of background um, so you know kind of where she comes from. Excuse me. Um, so she is 50% Cherokee and 50% French um, on her mom, mom's side. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. So on her mom's side, they're into this. They believe in the paranormal. Um, but her mom just kind of pretends it really isn't there. Her father, on the other hand, is Scottish, English, German, Jewish by blood. Um, I feel like that's probably every American in the world. He is 100% atheist, skeptical, super logical brain, and just doesn't believe in this shit. Opposites attract for a little while, but then they divorce because they are not together anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, uh, this, this girl is very close with her grandparents. Um, actually her grandma is, um, very into native culture. She taught this young woman about spirituality, uh, legends, and then also their people. So she, they spend a lot of time together and her grandmother actually taught her about Cherokee medicine um, her grandma comes from a long line of medicine women, uh, men and women, and this young woman is now pursuing that herself. So that's cool. Oh, that's I cool. know keeping up her culture and her um, her spirituality, I think that's cool. It's very important. Um, this story actually, so now that we've got the background, um, this story actually started about two years ago. She said that uh, her father, her brother, and um, herself moved into a new home that her father bought kind of in the country. And they were all pretty stoked about this because they they lived in the country, they grew up immersed in nature, and they loved being on the land. They just loved that. And okay. luckily, after they moved in, she adopted a dog. Uh, was it a pit bull? It's a pit bull mix. Was it? What? Ah! Yes! 
Yes. I know so much. I can always guess people's animals. I'm so <laughs> That's good. weird. <laughs> That's your special I talent. Um, so yeah, so this was a five-month-old German Shepherd Pitbull mix. And she said Aww. this dog, it was like... It was like she found her soulmate in an animal. Like, this dog was everything that she ever wanted. He was sweet. He was kind to the cats. And he was very protective protective of her. Just, like, her mm-hmm. best friend. Um, okay. So, whenever you have a puppy, there's a lot of responsibility that comes on with that. Potty training is one of okay. those things. Lindsay's like, not cool. Yeah. Potty training not is hard. Doing it. So, at this point... The dog was still being potty trained and had to go out to the bathroom every two or four, two to four hours. So one night, one morning, around 2.45 a.m., the dog says it's time to go to the bathroom. And so she's like, I don't want to get up, but I must. So she is a responsible owner, pet owner, drags herself out of bed and took the dog outside. Pardon me, I just burped. Um... And uh-huh. like a dog do, he did everything uh-huh. but go to the bathroom. He was yes. yeah, he was like, I'm going to go sniff around this pile of grass and I'm going to go play and have a good time. And she's like, dude, come on. She whistles and he pays attention and he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot I have to go to the bathroom. So he starts to pee. So she's out there. She's half asleep. She's just trying to get this over with so she can go back to bed She's looking up at the sky, and she's just taking in the night. And she looks up the moon. She notices that it's it's almost full. It's kind of a, that weird, not quite full moon yet that we all know about. Um, and she said that the night felt strangely quiet. So there weren't any insects making noise. It was cool, but it wasn't, it was just a weird night. Um, okay. And then she felt a shiver go down her spine and the hair on her arm stand on the end. And she thought that was a little strange. So she looks down and her dog is at her, her legs. He's pinned to her legs and he is growling and he has his hackles up. And anytime she moves, he just presses in closer to her. Like he doesn't want her to go forward or anything. Um, yeah. And she's, she doesn't really understand what's going on, but she notices that he's focused on something. So she just kind of follows his gaze and she sees what he is seeing. And what he is seeing is a coyote looking animal. She says, it's not that uncommon. They're, they're all over the place where she lives. She hears them at night. Uh She's not that worried about it, but she said this coyote looked and felt different to her. There was a, palpable feeling in the ear that something was not right about this animal um the moon was so bright that she could actually see what this animal looked like and what she described it as um it was uh let's see do 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 it was it had uh thin fur almost kind of bald in some patches it had very yellow eyes, and she says not reflective yellow, but yellow like the sun. And it was locking eyes with her. Um, mm. mm-hmm. She also said that the back legs were longer than a normal coyote's or any type of dog's, actually. Um, they looked like the dog should have been bipedal. 
Um, <laughs> then she realized what she saw. She doesn't say the word. She thinks about it. She knows what this is. And so she scooped up her dog and she just never broke eye contact with this thing. And she yeah. recited a Cherokee prayer in her head that she learned from her grandma. Um, the creature then appeared to be physically like hurt or upset. And then she heard her grandmother's voice mimicked exactly saying, why would you do that, Mickers? And she said, <laughs> no one but her grandparents calls her this name. Mickers is uh -huh. a, a nickname that her grandparents gave her. Nobody else says that. She, and like nobody else knows that anybody that nobody else knows that she is called that except for now because okay. that's her her screen name. And now the fucking world knows. Sorry. <laughs> so she ran to the house, which was, uh, mm -hmm. the door was in the kitchen. She ran to the kitchen door. She put her dog down. She locked the door. And then her brother comes in and he's like, what the hell's going on? Like all this commotion wakes him up and she's like, shut up. She just shushes him. Um, the lights are on the house. They turn off all the lights. They go into the living room and... Um, the moon is so bright that it brights out. It, it, it lights up the outside. And their front door has a stained glass window. And in the front door, they see um, the figure of a humanoid creature come up to the door. Um, and it grabbed the doorknob. They ran to the door. They locked it before it could twist it. And then they heard in their grandfather's voice... Bubba, why don't you let your grandpa in? Her grandparents live on a reservation in Cherokee, North Carolina, <laughs> which I don't know okay. where this house is, but apparently it's not close to them. It's far away. Yeah. So she mouthed the word of what this creature was to her brother. Okay. And he went pale and he was just, kind of in disbelief and then the motherfucker started tapping on the glass and they both noped the fuck out of there and then they went yeah. into their bedroom to ignore it so they didn't engage they didn't do anything they just left hoping that it would go away probably what their mom does because they don't want this stuff to know that they know that you know because we all know what that does um so the next night, the tapping again began again at the same time, but this time it was louder. Her and her brother both sat in the living room and they started uh, praying to, and I'm going to, I'm going to kill this and I'm very sorry. Unlawi, um, Unlawi. Hey, you gave it the good college I tried, try. I tried. I asked for help with this. Um, uh -huh. and the person that I asked, I trust completely. So this is all on me. If I, if I said it incorrectly, I'm sorry if I did. Anywho, this is a sun goddess in the, uh, Cherokee nation or yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, and they, they prayed to this goddess for this being mm -hmm. to go away and this woke up their dad. And so dad came down and he's all pissed 
And they had actually told him about what they saw the night before. So this wasn't a surprise to him. But he was uh-huh. like, you guys, this is just your brother's asshole friends playing a joke on you. This is not what you think it is. And so he's all upset. He hears the tapping. He goes towards the door. They're like, dude, dad, stop. Don't do this. And he's like, whatever. And he goes to the door. He opens it up. And, um, and that thing is there. And his dad is kind of taken aback because I don't think he expects it to be there. But the, the thing yeah. actually cowers in his presence. Hmm. He gets on all fours and it runs away. His dad or their dad uh-huh. goes pale, kind of staggers back. And it's like, okay, everybody, it's time for bed. And everybody goes to bed. <laughs> um, they lock the door. They all went to bed. Um, and then the next day, so they try to explain to their dad about skinwalkers and, but okay. still their dad's like, nah, I, you know, what I saw was there was a logical explanation for it. There was nothing paranormal. It's nothing like that. Um, so they couldn't convince him, but this woman is a smart woman. She decides I'm going to try to prevent this from happening again. So here's a tip, you guys. A tip-a-roo, a tip. if you must. A tip-a-roo, if you must, um, to yes. keep skinwalkers away if you feel like there's going to be any around your house or they're going to come bug you and shit. So this is what okay. she did to keep it away. She went to the craft store, which is probably the metaphysical okay. store is what I'm thinking, and bought um, juniper ash. She mm-hmm. bought juniper, juniper ash um, as she was instructed by her grandmother and sprinkled it around the house, and it never returned after that day. That's easy. Mm-hmm. So the other part of this, and this is kind of the sad part, her dog was never the same after that. Oh, I know. That's the worst part. Of it the is story. the worst part of the story. She said that this experience changed him, that afterwards um, he became unpredictable and he would lash out at men. Oh, pardon which is yeah i know i'm fucking yawning over here it's because i drink some vodka <laughs> Jeez, it's slightly relatable um i'm relating myself to the dog anyways so she tried Aww. to help him she tried to to correct his behavioral issues eventually mm-hmm. he bit her brother and they had to find him a new home but Aww. on the bright side They found a female couple to take him in. Um, He's doing great. Uh, She just says that he's afraid to go outside by himself um, or refuses to go outside at night by himself. Sorry. I wonder how old he is now. Uh, He was five months. That was two. So two and a half years. Oh, poor guy. No, he's a baby. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So skinwalkers, I think, is one of our favorite subjects to talk about. They're an amazing topic. There's a whole ranch dedicated to them in Utah. By the way, that ranch got bought. It that bought. It got bought. <laughs> exactly. I was trying to do a you got got, but it got bought. It doesn't instead, work is what I said. as well as it you got work. got. But yeah, it got bought. It got bought. So that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. She she okay. just wanted to relay that they. And this is something we've talked about before. 
um, people who know about skinwalkers never talk about them. Because... I mean, I talk about them all the time. I know, but I think that it's more like... I'm not going to say a superstition, but because uh-huh. a skinwalker comes from these people, from Native people, they are... Pr- these people. That didn't sound very nice. I didn't mean that. <laughs> from this it's specific okay, type of people. God, I'm just fucking killing it. <laughs> Hashtag racist. I'm not trying it's, to be. It's, um, it comes from a culture. It's a thank cultural you. belief. Jesus Christ, You're welcome. what's wrong with me? So it comes from <laughs> these people. Um, this cultural uh, people, this cultural belief. Um, so I think uh-huh. that that's probably why skinwalkers are more of an asshole to their own people. Um, because they connect okay. with them. Because they know that they know that you know. Um Mm-hmm. And so they don't talk about them. It's it it it's considered a bad omen to talk about them, and it gives them energy. So white people, this is Voldemort, basically. Oh, Lindsay yeah. doesn't get that. Um, I do too. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know I understand that. I made you watch. I made you watch Harry Potter. I'm pretty sure, didn't I? Did I make you watch Harry Potter? I made you take the test. No. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So she shared with us, with everybody actually on Reddit, a protective prayer and a ritual. Okay. This is great. Okay. Um, and also a okay. side note for Juniper, if you can't obtain Juniper Ash, you could probably find Juniper anywhere. Um, so I have actually what? like a bush in my front yard. It's that cedar looking tree that has the little like blue looks like berries on it you've probably seen it oh that's juniper yeah it's everywhere we used to have one of those in the front of our yellow house when we lived in San angelo exactly yes he was on the side of the yeah. house okay yeah so if you can't find juniper ash you can probably find juniper somewhere you can order it all over the place it's a very common um uh branch or uh tree to burn for ritual reasons or for whatever. <laughs> um, and it smells really nice, too, whenever you burn it. Uh-huh. So yeah. get you some of that um, to put around your house, obviously. Here's the prayer. So the prayer goes, O Mother, Goddess, and Father God, for thine protection, I now pray. Let all evil turn away, protect my night, protect my day, and keep misfortune away. So then what you need to do is go in and smudge your house. So she suggests she uh, suggests white sage. Um, okay. She also likes to use um, lavender. She says it's because it smells good, but you don't have to. But make, you know, make this your own. Um, if you okay. feel like you get protection out of sage or lavender or whatever you you feel protection from and that could be cedar or um palo santo or anything like that then use that um huh. mom would be like i need some vanilla and dill <laughs> and dad would be like just some patchouli <laughs> he's like well i've got He's gonna burn patchouli well, i've, I've already house. started 10 incense sticks around the house <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do peppermint. Oh, I like that's peppermint nice. a lot. I like uh, I know. I like rosemary and lavender. It's my favorite. I think 
So anywho. Um, it sounds good. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, smudge your house okay. with... She's yes. suggesting white sage, but like I said, this is kind of the witchy side of me coming out and be like, do whatever does you feel like you get protection from. Um, yeah. Start with your the north yeah. side of your house. Um, okay. Then move from east to south to west. Do okay, all... Okay, we're done. Okay. Yeah. What? Oh. That is way too complicated. You have a fucking com- compass on your phone. You start on the north side of your house, yeah. and then you go from east uh-huh. to west mm-hmm. to south. Mm-hmm. From No, okay. no, no. You do north, north. east, uh-huh. south, and west. Okay. okay. So they're all touching points. Oh, wait. We're on the west side of the highway. I did the opposite. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you do all the frames... Of the door in your house, um, yes. you do your front door, your back door. If you have a basement, mm-hmm. do your basement, the whole thing, mm-hmm. and also do your windows. And then while yeah, you gotta do your closet, you gotta do it all. It's gonna take a while. Yeah, it's gonna be a whole day. A you don't have anything to do. You're supposed to be at home. You got time yeah. to smudge your house. Um, and then the other part of this is while you're smudging it, you say this prayer, and it goes. Okay. <laughs> Into the smoke, something like that. I release all energies that no longer serve me, all negativity that surrounds me, and all fears that limit me. So I wish it, so it is. Um, I'm just going to add something in there, and I don't know if, if this is true or not, but maybe open up your windows, because if you're trying to get negative energy out, let it out. Yeah. Yeah. And open up your heart. Oh, girl, that's so sweet. <laughs> I know. I thought it was too. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said is it. That, I'm a little sweet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is that all is that all alcohol in that? Is that all just liquor in it's that glass? It's a lot. It's a lot. I can tell. I'm gonna be honest. I can tell. I have an announcement. Mm. I forgot about it, but it's probably because I've been drinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to, okay, if we, if we like go back a little bit and you recall that whenever I've told my story of surviving abuse. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I've mentioned it in both episodes and in both episodes, I've talked about how, um, I was kind of forced to leave a job that I really liked. Yes. Okay. So I loved the job. It was amazing. But um, my ex had told me that it was awful and I wasn't good at it and I didn't do anything for anybody. And then when he worked there, it was great and he did so much great stuff. And the girl that he cheated on me with, he also, you know, she was amazing and did such great stuff. Okay, so then I was forced to leave. So it was a career that I always fucking loved and I always, um, it was just my calling, I think, and it was my passion. So my announcement is that. I recently was promoted to go back into that exact same office, but I'm going to be the boss of the boss of whoever I Yay! was. Yay! Oh my God! Congratulations! <laughs> I know. So I, it's kind of crazy because it all came back. That is so like, good. Right? Yeah. As above, so below. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm so it proud of sense. you. I'm so happy for you. 
Isn't it kind of crazy? It's, like, it's, it's just, just crazy how, like, it comes full circle, right? It is. It yeah. fucking comes full circle. So I'm excited. Anyways. Okay. I have a story, too. Let's hear it. My story was emailed to us. Thank you very much. We didn't have to look for it. <laughs> Somebody just. <laughs> we appreciate Somebody those just stories. Gave so it much. to us. <laughs> oh, bless. I didn't even have to work for this oh, one. It just came. Girl, girl. I know who this is. Okay. Okay. Um, so this story comes to us from. Huh? Thank you. Okay. Um, anyways, so this has several stories about things that happened in a really fucking creepy house. So she moved into her husband's grandfather's house. It was a small two-story home. And within two weeks, they knew something was wrong because a lot of shit kept mm. happening. Um, so their room was upstairs. And it always felt like somebody was, like, watching them. Um, toys would randomly start by themselves, which I don't know what's, like, creepier than that. Um, and then corners of the rooms would seem darker than they should. Kind of like there was, like, smoke or shadow person. I'm adding that. I don't know if that's really what they said, but I'm just thinking of, like, dark mass, like, in an area, right? Okay. So. As soon as the movers came and delivered all their stuff when they moved in, um, basically that's when everything started to happen. So here's the first incident. She and her husband were asleep and they were startled awake about 3 a.m. by something jumping on her husband. What? Jumping on her. I know. Jumping on her and then jumping on her cat, whose name is Buffalo, which side note. I think Buffalo is orange. You don't think Buffalo is orange? I know Buffalo is not what orange. What do you think it is? How do you fucking know Buffalo is not orange? Because she sent us a picture. That shit. <laughs> is Buffalo a tabby? It's a gray cat. Quit fucking looking. You're looking. I'm not looking. You fucking cheated. I'm not looking. I can see you. I have this in my and hand. everybody else just... Aww. You're looking at your notes. Okay, either way, fuck it. Okay, so <laughs> then they jumped on Buffalo. Okay, so whatever it was that had jumped on the three of them, it started to, like, fucking book it out of the room, and Buffalo jumped down and immediately started to chase Buffalo. whatever it was. So she sat up, and she couldn't really see anything because it's fucking dark, but what she did see was something that was, like... The size of her cat, like a fat cat or something. And that's what Buffalo was chasing after. So she and her husband fucking jump up out of bed and they're running down their hallway and they see this mass of whatever it was turn and go down the stairwell. And the cat, Buffalo, is chasing as well. So they turn and they they start chasing their cat. So eventually this thing, it just kind of disappears. They don't know where it went. What they do know is whenever they got downstairs and they were looking, they saw their cat, Buffalo, sitting in front of the basement door, staring underneath the crack. You know how there's a crack under your door? Oh, yeah. Staring under it, 
kind of like growling. I know. (laughs) First of all, fucking love that name. Buffalo. I think that's adorable. Yeah. It's a good name for an orange cat. Or a gray cat. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that was, that's the first story. And I would like to also give myself some credit for how much I memorize that. Okay. (laughs) So then the second incident happened. Mm -hmm. So she and her husband had some friends over and they're fucking, they're drinking, they're playing cards, they're listening to music and they're really just having a good, you know, time. Um, And while all their friends are there, they start talking about how her husband has had all of these kind of strange experiences. So we've had stories from this person before, and she has talked about how her husband's entire life, he's kind of had these weird paranormal experiences, especially with something following them. And so they're telling all their guests about this. So one of the things that they talk about is how one of his experiences is that while he's listening to music, sometimes whenever he would turn the volume, like to turn it down, the music would go up or the stereo would just turn off on its own or the music would all just go up on its own. Like it just never, you know, it was always these really wonky, like weird experiences. So they tell this story and suddenly as they're telling the story, the music just fucking blasts that they're listening to. And the husband, knowing what's happening, essentially holds up the remote to turn down the music and he hits the plus button to turn the music up, which actually turns it down. Oh no. I know. Hmm. So we had to increase the volume to make it go down. So while they're there, they laugh it off with their friends. They act like it's not a big deal and they just kind of move on with the rest of the night, but they, they definitely turn that radio off. So fast forward later, everybody has left. Um, There's one friend left and that friend and her husband go out on the front porch. So she sits down in the living room and she's going to settle in to watch a good movie on her laptop. And as she does this, she sits down. She's a few minutes into the movie and then she hears her cat jump from the kitchen counter and start, you know, walking over to her. So those of us who have cats. Yeah, I know. We know exactly what that sound is. Mine is always my cat's licking something on the counter and then jumping Mm -hmm. off, which I fucking, like, Jesus Christ. And so it walks over to her, and then she hears it. She's still watching the movie, but she hears her cat jump onto the entertainment center. Um, So she looks over the top of her laptop to look at her cat, Buffalo, and Buffalo isn't there. (laughs) There was no cat that had walked anywhere. And she was like, what the fuck? So she realizes this. Um, she doesn't see him anywhere. And then suddenly everything in the house fucking turns on. The radio turns on. The satellite dish turns on. The DVD player turns on. The TV turns on. Everything is just full blast, like or whatever. So she puts her laptop down and she fucking bolts for the front door. So her husband and the friend are sitting on the front porch talking. When she gets out there, she sees her cat, Buffalo, is sitting in her husband's lap. Oh, my God. So the cat was never even in the house. It was outside the whole time. That's crazy. I know. She says that the next year, there was, like, a ton of, like, 
random noises and thumps and footsteps and toys always turning on um, by themselves. The cat was always fucking chasing something to the basement and just like staring at the door. Last experience to share from her. Third incident. She's bathing her kids. They're about three and a half and five years old. So don't be alarmed when she leaves to go to their room to get them some like clean jammy jams. As she's getting their clean jammy jams from their bedroom, they're in the bathroom. She hears a guttural growl of somebody speaking something to her. She doesn't know what the fuck they're saying, but it's coming from the playroom. Okay. So naturally, she sneaks out of her room concerned, sneaks out of the kids' room concerned. She sees that the kids didn't hear whatever the fuck was being said. So she makes her way to the playroom where the noise came from. And she fucking turns on the light and there's nothing there. The only thing that is happening is these kids have a play table that I guess like it lights up and like makes noises. Cool. I don't know anything about that shit. Yeah. Okay. I have an iPad. I don't know. <laughs> um, so the table like lights up and she just assumes as we all do, because we all try to make excuses for these weird things that happen. She just assumes that this, um, the batteries are running low. So she turns out the light. She goes back. She finishes the kids, you know, bath. She puts them to bed. After the bath, she takes that table downstairs and she's like, I'm going to fucking change out these batteries because I think that's what's happening here. Changes out the batteries, but for her own peace of mind, she checks the batteries that were in there to see how charged they were. And they were charged fucking 100%. Oh, fuck. So it was on the batteries. So what she does is when her husband comes home, she tells him what happened. Tells him she hears this noise, that the table lights up, she changes the batteries. Whenever she tells this to him, um, he seems very nervous about what she has said. Um, his eyes, like, widen. And then he explains that he had the exact same experience and that he had also changed the batteries the week prior. Oh <laughs> so the batteries were charged! Oh, okay. shit. She says that they basically never felt, like, comfortable in that house. And after about two years, they were able to move out. Oh, thank goodness. Which is, like, good for you, girl. Exactly. it sounds... Back. So this was their, this was her family's house. Is that correct? Yeah, um, yeah I think it was the great grandfather's. Oh no, just the husband's grandfather's okay, house. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. That is a very frightening story. First of all, I'm frightened. If you, so I'm shook. What is the, what's the deal about, um, kids toys being so scary? Why are those so scary? But they are. I think because, but even child ghosts are fucking scary. Mm -hmm. Like you see an adult ghost and you're like, fuck you. Like, get the fuck out of here. But if you see a child ghost, you're like, <gasps> right? Because they're supposed to be innocent, but they're scary. But they never are. Those child ghosts are like the worst. I mean, I don't know if they're the worst or not, but 
there's something not right about kids' toys coming to life and seeing shit. Because you worry about the kids, too. Like, is there some demonic playscape table over there being like, get the knife and kill your brother? Because this is <laughs> the same. Chase your brother with, with a the knife. knife. Around the house. But I think this is a different house. It is. And I don't think that this is the good spirit. True. Because we've told a story from this person before. The story before was about the um, the Middle Eastern man. Yes. Who she woke up and saw. Yes. And who had um, warned her basically to wake up because their kids were chasing each other's with knives. Chasing each other with knives. Yes. So I don't think this... I don't know. It could be. Listen, girl. Maybe. All I want to say is your ha- your husband has weird shit. You have weird shit that happens to you. Yeah. Like you're kind of roped into this now. Because he has the electronic stuff. Sounds like maybe your kids have haunted. Yeah. I don't want to say they have haunted toys, but that's scary. It's not good. This is bad news bears. I wonder how old the kids are now. Anywho, that was a cool story. I love Buffalo. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought Buffalo was orange again. Yeah. I think everybody's cat is orange. I'm like, your cat's orange, right? And then whenever they are like, yeah, I'm like, I always get it right. But it's like. Not this time. I don't. No. Not this time, friends. Um. So are you quarantined? Well, you don't go to work anyways. I mean, you go, well, you get to work, but you always work from home. Yeah. Do you have any tips for the listeners about things to make you, because this was my first day working from home. I always have to go into the office. I always had to be around people. Um, I work out every day with like 20 people. That's dramatically changed. I worked out in my living room to a video and I sat in my living room with my goddamn animals all fucking day. Yeah, um, I'm not going to say that it's easy to stay motivated because it's not. Um, but the thing is, is that um, a routine is very important. So mm. if you, Lindsay, I'm just going to use you as an yes. example because we share Let's do it. Um, information on our on our Apple watches. Um, you work out. You just told me that I need to stand. You work out. Yes. At very fucking early in the morning. Keep doing that. I do. I am. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. So just. Because I, I usually work out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just keep your routine. Uh, okay. Work out. If you work out in the morning. If you don't, then then don't do it. Um, okay. I, but the thing is, is I'm also a, a very introverted person. So I'm fine staying home for long periods of time. Um, what my husband did today, and this might be something that everybody can benefit from is go through shit get rid of stuff clean stuff up okay. do all of your laundry that may or may not take you a long time um but uh it, it's gonna take a little while to get used to it but it, it'll be okay mm-hmm. you're gonna get there um working from home is going to come naturally to you and it's gonna be fine if that's what you do uh-huh. if you don't work from home you know let us know how we can support you in a way. Um, oh. I, I do truly feel for those people that have to go into an office to survive. I come from the vet tech industry and I wonder what all of my peers are doing. There's a lot of curbside 
assistance. Yeah. Um, and I think that's helpful. I just wonder how long that is going to last, if it can last. Um, that's my concern. That's one thing I don't think people consider is like, so I work in an office mm-hmm. and we have the technology to go home. Right. And to work from home. And that's great for us. But there's some, like the restaurant industry. Right. They don't have the option to go home and work. And at this point, a lot of them are being forced to go in. Right. I don't know if they've put up, if they're special protocols. Um, I used to have a food handler's license, but, but I know what it's like to work in that industry. Yeah. Like it's a tough industry and then they're being forced to go in. They don't have, they don't get to stay home. Or they get fired because, um, our, one yeah. of our favorite, uh, breweries, um, just laid off six employees because they can't, they can't afford, afford it. it. They can't pay them. I mean, it's just, it's awful. And I, I mean, I feel really bad for the restaurant industry and, and the staff that are working there. I don't want to buy food from a restaurant because I don't know what protocol they have in place. And it's kind of scary, but I also feel bad for them because that's their living. So it's a very difficult, weird time. Same thing, people at grocery stores. All those wonderful people still going into work, but I don't think they have a lot of time and they don't get to go home and work. Um, we appreciate, so let's be nice to them at least. We appreciate your service. You're doing something that's important, but the reality is this is, this isn't something that's planned for. It never was. There's, there was never an inkling in anybody's mind that, uh, a virus can wipe out 50 million people or however many and we are going to have to prepare for that financially um one thing that maybe i can recommend is if you have people who have a craft or um have an etsy shop or you know anything like that where they have something maybe try to support them as much as you can support people with patreon um, that could be some people's livelihoods. So just look out for your friends, look out for the, your people who are your favorite people, um, and, and just support them any way that you can. And that's, there's not a plan. There's not a right or a wrong thing to do right now. It's just be kind to each other, stay Mm -hmm. inside, Mm -hmm. um, and think of others in this situation. That's it. Yeah. And also the the first responders. Sorry. I didn't say anything, but they have to work too. They do. They have to go in and they have to help people. And that's the other. It's just fucking hard, man. Well, it's like I said. It's a weird time. It's like I said earlier. We'll see where we're at in a week. Yeah. Because we went from like 1,000 cases at the beginning of this week. We're at 11,000 today. Yeah. Uh, Listen to a lot of podcasts and um, tell them about us. There's a lot to binge. Now is hmm. now is the time. Have fun. Enjoy the time with your family. Apply for any type of uh, assistance that you can and need, and do it, and just do it, and that's All it. Right. I'm gonna be at home by myself with these animals. I'll enjoy this time. I'm sure. Listen to podcasts. I don't want to. Okay, so some tell some shows that y'all can probably get into. Okay, fucking love is blind. <laughs> Okay. Okay, what were you going to say? No, go on. Your turn. Go on. No, that's all I had. No. I mean, I have a lot. So, Battlestar Galactica, Star Trek. I swear to God. God damn it. 
No. Star Trek? No. Uh, Star no. Trek is very good. Um, I've seen all of them except for the one with the guy from Quantum Leap, but apparently that one's not very good. Um, Outlander is amazing. The Witcher. Uh, hey, now's a good time Ooh. to watch Lord of the Rings. Okay, yeah, you can watch a little. Also, um, Spaced is on Hulu. Spaced is amazing. Fucking good. Yeah, that's a fucking good one, and it's not Star Trek. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You don't even know. You don't even know. I can't believe she doesn't even know. You don't even know. If you're gonna watch anything, watch all the fucking Star Look, Wars dude. movies. Oh, yeah. And watch the Star Wars cartoon. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. There's two things in the world you don't talk about. Number one, right. Taylor Swift. Do not talk shit about Taylor Swift. Yeah, man, she's cool. Number two, apparently, Star Trek, because everybody's on my side. No, nobody's on your Doctor Who? Check that out. Oh, Jesus. It's fucking awful. I don't know how we ended up so fucking different. And so like, this... I don't understand it. Isn't it? It's like just... No. Oh, I was about to put a gun in my head and blow my brains out. But I didn't because we're videotaping. You're a little bit of country. Problem. I'm a little bit no. of rock and roll. You are not rock and no. roll. If anybody's rock and it's roll, me. it's me. And it's you're me. fucking country. No. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Rebecca Montiel. I'm done. Okay. If you have a story that you'd like to share to with us, to us, you can send it to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and we'll read it. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review us. If you uh, give us a review, please give us a nice one. Um, take a snapshot of your review and it can be from any platform. Um, send it to us in an email with your mailing address and we'll mail you some stickers. Um, if you'd like to send us something strange, um, your story, Anything, a congratulation letter for Lindsay, uh, send it to 2292, I'm sorry, I always do this, P.O. Box 2292, Georgetown, Texas, that's G-E-O-R-G-E-T-O-W-N, Texas, 78627. Yeah, that's it, that's the address. I guess until next time, bye. Bye.